What up everybody? Welcome back to Inside the Genie's Lamp. I know I've been a bit slack in recording these and getting these up. There's been a hell of a lot that's been happening in the background, but um, I'll tell you all about that on Instagram, or I just have told you on Instagram. So, back in for the episode today, and this is going to be one of the first episodes where I'm actually recording it with my phone. Uh, not with my phone, but I have it on video on my phone, and I'm pointing at you people. Uh, and then also the audio version is going to be up on Spotify and in its original glory. But anyway, let's get into it. So today, we're going to be talking about guaranteed results or instant satisfaction or what stops people from doing something. The very simple answer is that everybody wants something that's guaranteed and instant. So if you, how do I say it? Everything that we do these days is for instant gratification. For example, we sign up to something and we want to get something like buying something online. Fantastic. You get a confirmation email and it's on its way or overnight delivery. You can do that. Swipe right on Tinder. Fantastic. You got a match. Fuck yeah. I'm killing it at life. Chuck something up on Instagram or Facebook. Get whatever likes it is that you want. Fantastic. There's your instant gratification. You've done next to fuck all. You've sat on a couch and you've just pressed a few buttons on your phone, but you feel like an absolute champion. So we're going to be talking specifically in weight loss and what I do best mindset and all that fun stuff. So when it comes to weight loss or bettering yourself or doing whatever, I have a lot of people that come to me off the back of keto, paleo, intermittent fasting, fucking celery juice cleansers, F45 or whatever. They come to me doing some bullshit and they've been doing that for five years or 10 years or however long it's been. And the thing that they want to do is lose weight. Everybody is like, Hey, I want to lose weight. I want to do this. Cool. Why do you want to lose weight? I know I've been through this and I preach on this, like all hell of why do you want to lose weight? Well, it's just because you're hiding the fact of something that you're insecure about. So why don't we work on that and what's going on between your ears, as opposed to, Hey, you've lost weight. Fantastic. Do you feel good? Awesome. But did you change anything about yourself? No. So you're just going to go back to the way that you were before because you haven't addressed the emotional or mental needs that you actually did need in the first place. But hey, that personal trainer got you an awesome before and after. So now you better go give them some more fucking money so that you can absolutely sweat your tits off and eat nothing so that six months from now you can go, where did my period go? You can say, oh yeah, that's right. I'm not fueling my body or my mind and that's why I'm not sleeping well and I'm depressed all the time. I don't think I took a fucking breath there. <laughs> anyway, so people who come to me, I'm impressed with that actually. People come to me off the back of those random things. Why? Why do they keep insisting on doing the same things? Or better yet, they say, hey, Trav, I'm feeling like shit. I want to lose weight. I want to do all of these things. And here's how my life is fucked up in all of these different ways. Then I say, fantastic. Let's jump on the program. How would you like to do ABC and change your life in XYZ and we can do that by doing this and here's what I'm going to do for you and here's how you're going to feel. We can leave the yo-yo diets in the past and we can do whatever it is, you know, whatever my quote unquote sales pitch is to the client about how I'm going to change their life, which is a really weird thing. Like why should I have to convince people that changing their lives for the better is what the right thing to do is? It's it blows my fucking mind. Anyway, so they come to me and they say, here's how everything is bad. I would like you to fix it. I say, fantastic. I have the solution for you. Would you like to fix it in these ways? And they go, nah, 
nah, I'll go back to doing keto. That worked the first time. I go, did it? If we're having this conversation on the phone right now, did your diet really work the first time? Or if you were super happy with your old PT, why aren't you still there? Or why don't you go back to your old gym or whatever it was, you've left that situation for a reason, the exact same way that you leave an ex. You leave them because there is something in you that says this person is not wife or husband material or whatever it is, or you go, I'm better than this, or I can do better, or whatever it is the reason that you leave your ex for. Some people keep running back to their exes because it's comfortable, because it's the only thing they've ever known. And when they go back, they go, oh, this time will be different. This time will be so much different. Maybe instead of doing whatever it is that I do that's just normally existing and whatever, and they get upset when they go back and they do the exact same thing and the exact same result occurs and they go, what? How? I don't get it, Travis. How did all that happen? I did the exact same thing that I did before and I got the same result. It's like crazy. I don't get it at all. Can you please help me? That's the idea of insanity right there, first of all. But the big thing is going to be that you are running back to something that is comfortable. You are happy repeating the exact same thing because you know what to expect. So when you do something or sign up for something or say that you're going to do something that is completely different, out of left field, whatever, you want to change your life. Let's use my program as an example. You say you want to do my program and you want to better your life in all of these different ways. And then as soon as it comes time to pay the piper and you actually have to step up and go, okay, cool. Now I actually have to do the work. It's like, what? Or I have to pay for it? What? And it's these things that particularly people who don't like making decisions, their decisions will make be made for them. For example, if I have someone that wants to sign up and they say, oh yeah, nah, and they're sitting on the fence and they're very blase about it. They go, oh yeah, like I do want to do this, but you know, I just don't want to, you know, I don't want to um, pay that much or I don't want to do this or whatever it is. That's a no. If you're on the fence or your personality is on the fence, indecisive, your answer and default answer is always going to be no. And you need to know this. Because that way, whenever a big life decision comes your way and you're going to be on the fence about it, your default answer is always going to be no, because it's comfortable there, because you like what you currently have. Or even if you don't like it, you like the consistency of shit. And it's scary to think, but people will like shit consistency better than they would the ups and downs inconsistencies of trying to better their lives. Because people like consistency. They like security. They like feeling a certain way. They like having the same pizza on the same night at the same time, watching the same movie or the same episodes because it's consistent, because it's controlled, because it decreases anxiety by saying at this time, I'm going to eat this and watch this and feel like this. And you know that it's going to happen because you do it every single week. Going to work, feeling the same way, feeling the same shit zoned out, mummified, zombie sort of feeling that you've got whenever you go into work. But hey, you get a paycheck for it and it pays the bills and that's what your parents told you to do, right? Because it's a safe thing to do. So people love security and people love feeling comfortable, which is why when we don't step up or don't make a decision, the first thing that goes through our head is even if we hesitate for a second, we will just go, oh yeah, nah, like what if it doesn't work out? What if this, what if that? And you will get in your own head and create your own anxiety around... <clears throat> Woo, got emotional. No, I didn't. Um, around the whole, what if this isn't the right thing to do? What if this? What if that? And everyone will play the what if game in a negative connotation. So the best thing to do when you're in that situation 
is if you need time to think about it, first off, say, I need to think about it. Give me 24 hours or whatever it is. Put a deadline on it. And then come at it from the best case and worst case scenario, because I'm guaranteeing every single person out there will come up with a million reasons for worst case scenario. But if it is bettering your life and you know deep down that it is going to help you, come up with every best case scenario in the world. Because what is the worst case scenario? You go for something, you don't like it, you go back to the shit life that you had. The consistently shit life that you have always had and will always be there for you because everybody needs desk jobs filled. So worst case, you can go back to doing whatever it is that you wanted to do or not what you wanted to do, but what you were doing and you can just live that life of shit consistency. But one of the things I will say is that you need to try early and often a lot of different things because otherwise, how are you going to know what you actually truly love? And if it does come to the fact of doing something different like this program, I keep getting off track and actually talking about being, I actually become a life coach, uh, but weight loss and all that fun stuff. If you've been doing the exact same thing for two, three, four, five, 10, 15 years, and you're getting the same result, but you keep going back to it being like, why is this not working? Why am I still putting on weight? What about this? What about that? Uh, one, you're not addressing your habits, behaviors, lifestyle, thought patterns behind why it is that you are the way that you are currently. And how you got to where you are today is by having those same behaviors, habits, thoughts, feelings, emotions, and playing on them the exact same way again and again and again. So when you get caught in that vicious cycle, particularly yo-yo dieting people, when you get caught in that vicious cycle of, I want to lose weight, you lose weight and you go hard for six to eight weeks and you lose the weight, the first thing that your brain registers is fantastic. I've lost the weight. I've done it. Achievement completed. And that is what you will hold in your head. The brain will take control and it will say, Hey, last time you did keto, you lost five kilos in three weeks. Why not just do that again? That's what your brain will default to whenever you think about whatever diet it is that you've been on the instant results, the instant gratification, because your brain snapshots any time that you feel good. And if it's powerful enough, it will replay it as a memory for you. So that when you think about keto, you can go, oh, five kilos in three weeks. That was awesome. Or you listen to this song on the radio and you go, oh, remember when we were listening to this song at blah, 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 and so-and-so and Stacy got absolutely smashed. God, what a night that was. And I don't know who sounds like that, but <laughs> and it always has to be a Stacy for some reason. Um, but your brain will snapshot when you felt happy or when you achieve something or when you were just in the moment, awesome, loving it. That is where your brain will take a snapshot. So when you get to those moments and your beliefs get tested, your brain will just go, Hey, here's a good memory. And it'll replay it for you. So that when the tough decision comes, you will say, I'll go back to what I was doing. I'll just go back to Jenny Craig or keto or paleo or intermittent fasting or whatever fucking thing is out there. I'll just go do that again because last time I did it, insert positive replay memory. As opposed to thinking about it and saying, well, yeah, I lost five kilos in three weeks doing keto, but I also had no energy. I wasn't sleeping properly. I couldn't work out as hard. I couldn't do this. I couldn't think I was getting brain fog at like 11 in the morning, which is crazy. And you don't think about all of these negative aspects around whatever it is that happened. 
everyone goes, oh, I did have 45. And I like, at the end of it, I looked so lean and so this, and I was the fittest I ever was. Yeah, but how are you sleeping? How are you performing at work? How are you performing in your relationships or in the bedroom or just whatever it is? Literally any other aspect that isn't gym. Any other aspect that isn't you looking physically pleasing, quote unquote. If you look at every other health marker, and this is super common with all of my clients, they will lose weight. It is almost guaranteed that if you sign up, you will lose weight because the physical aesthetics and things that you want to be achieving, this number one thing I say to every single client that comes on board, hey, you wanna lose 10 kilos? Awesome, I'll get you 10 kilos. It's almost gonna be guaranteed. We're gonna work on that in the background of focusing on your mindset, of fixing your mental health, of getting you away from the emotional eating, from the binge eating, from the zero or a hundred mindset, the all or nothing mindset. You being happy with who you are in the mirror and blah, blah, blah. And I go on about fixing yourself at a mental level because otherwise you're gonna keep replaying these shit memories that you are, that your brain has fooled you into thinking are positive. And then that is why people will keep running back to what is comfortable because their brain has taken a snapshot of when they were most happy and when they were successful. It doesn't matter if it was success for a second, for 10 minutes, for whatever it was. As soon as you are successful or you have a moment of, oh my God, amazing, your brain will just go, take a photo of it and then go, awesome. Next time we think of this, we're gonna replay and be happy. So that way she thinks she is nice and happy. We're gonna protect her. Because why would the brain, and this is, I suppose a pain in the ass, particularly for myself and anyone else out there that does have mental health issues. Why would the brain intentionally harm you? Why would the brain show you anything less than roses when you try to recall something? Or, well, when you're trying to recall, screwed up that whole thing. The brain is going to replay your most happy memories when you call upon a certain situation, it's gonna try and recall a happy memory. And if it doesn't, obviously it's going to replay a bad one. So that when, I'm not making this, ana <laughs> I'm not making this analogy very well, or this point very well. So your brain will snapshot these quick successes, 10 seconds, a minute, one second, whatever. Your brain is going to snapshot these quick things so they can go, oh my God, they're feeling bad, whoop boom and send off a signal that is like, hey, remember when you did keto? And they'll only remember the positives of it. But when you think a little bit harder, it will present the negatives to you. And then it becomes a little bit tricky dealing with mental health issues because why would the brain want to harm you on purpose? Well, it doesn't want to harm you on purpose. And sometimes it's just rewired funny, much like mine. So then it becomes an issue of what have you constantly reinforced to your brain? Is it that change is bad? Is it that inconsistency is terrible? Is it that plateauing in your weight loss is the worst thing that could ever happen? And oh my God, time's running out. I've only got eight weeks left on the program. I have to lose weight or else I'm gonna be a failure. Then it starts to become all of these what ifs and anxiety based or anxiety driven thoughts that are just gonna be in your head of worst case situations. But the very first thing that you will think of is comfort, consistency, and your brain will show you what it wants to show you so that you feel more comfortable. On the flip side of that, it gives you the what if in a negative situation and the worst case scenario because it's trying to protect you. Your brain, <clears throat> your brain doesn't understand you want to look good. It just doesn't. 
So when you want to lose weight and when you want to look good, the first thing that is going to go through your brain, particularly when you go into a calorie deficit, you start lifting weight. Yeah, you're initially going to feel really good because you're moving, you're taking care of your body, you're doing exactly what it was born to do, and that's move and express itself. But eventually after a while of being in a deficit and trying to lose weight, your body is going to be like, hey, what the fuck is going on? Why are we not getting enough nutrients in? We're not getting enough fuel to run these vital functions. So here's what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to not work as hard on the immunity front so that you can go do these stupid things that you're doing, like going to the gym and trying to look good. So we're going to shut down our immune responses or we're just going to not have enough resources to put them into that. I hope that's cool. Okay, bye. And then six weeks into whatever it is, you'll notice yourself start to get a little bit of a stuffy nose or start to get a bit cold or start to whatever it is, not sleep as well because you just don't have enough nutrients to fuel your vital functions which is why refeed days and making sure that you do have enough calories in your system to lose weight is an awesome thing. They're not refeed days are not always necessary, but they're always recommended, I suppose. And it depends on the person. For example, I have a client who has lost uh, about 11 kilos in 10 weeks and I haven't had to give her a structured refeed day or a high day because she's been going out on the weekends. She's been catching up with friends she hasn't seen in however long, and she's still lost 11 kilos in 10 weeks or 11 weeks, whatever it is. Let's call it 11 weeks, a kilo a week. And it 100% depends on the person. If I had a, another client similar to her that has been losing a kilo a week and wasn't sleeping properly, wasn't working out, wasn't recovering as well, then it would be like, okay, cool, you're losing weight at a way too fast rate which one kilo a week seems to be the gold standard that people try to achieve, it really shouldn't be. It should be around about 500 grams a week for a sustainable change. Again, this 100% depends on the person, which is why it's awesome to have a coach there to personalize things for you so that you know exactly what is going on, when to do stuff, and you don't have to think as much outside of, I want to learn about nutrition, I want to learn about myself, I want to learn about my habits and behaviors or what I can do to make myself better so that at the end of this program or coaching tenure or whatever, I can do it myself. And there is so much fucking power to be had when you can say, I got these results by myself. I may have kickstarted a lot of people out there to get their results, but I'm so goddamn happy that I have not been a part of their life for the next 10 kilos that they lose at the end of the program. Because that means I did my job right. That means that someone out there, a lot of people out there, are living their best lives because they took 12 weeks or 24 weeks or three months, six months, whatever we want to call it. They took that time out to be like, hey, I'm going to focus on me and I'm going to make sure that the rest of my life is actually set up on a solid foundation instead of just guessing and, oh, we don't have time to do anything. Let's, uh, let's Uber Eats twice a week. And it is a completely flawed concept particularly, I mean, from my point of view anyway, why do I have to convince people that looking after your health, the only thing that you will have from birth until death, why do I have to convince people that being healthy is a priority? It's like people just take it for granted until they go, oh, yep, I'm in the hospital. I've got no legs anymore. Not that you can fucking eat your way <laughs> to growing new legs or anything, but the thing I'm trying to say is that it is such a weird concept to particularly when I got into this personal training coaching, 
I thought it was 100% going to be, oh, this person wants to lose weight, I'm gonna help them lose weight. I thought it was gonna be that simple where everybody would be like, hey, I'm overweight, I wanna lose weight. Sign me up, I don't care what it costs or what it is or whatever, I'm willing to put my health first. I thought that's how it was gonna work because that's how the fucking industry tells it. It's just like, you're gonna be working with everybody, it's gonna be awesome. You can make your own hours. It's not that at all. Particularly when you're looking at the fact of people that are overweight don't really care that they're overweight. And the ones that do are the unicorns that will rear their head and say, hey, I'm upset about this, let's do it. And they'll find a PT, they'll pay a PT and they'll do it. But it's just a weird concept for me to, to fathom, I suppose, because I've never not been fit. I've been, I've been a hundred kilos. I've been over a hundred kilos and I had man titties and everything. It was awesome. I was shaking everywhere. But that for me was where I hit a hundred kilos. I was like, fuck, all right, I've got to do something about this. And I just did it. And it, it's weird for me to try and get, although I'm a lot better now in connecting with a client and being like, and meeting them where they're at and what they want to do and what their goals are, limitations and everything and building out a program around them. It's just always been a funny concept for me of you do realize that what you're doing is going to kill you about 20 years earlier, right? Yeah. Okay. As long as we're on the same page. And it's, it's always been very confusing because I'm someone that wants to help every single person that I come across. And it's only been recently out of a six year career so far. It's only in the past year that I've actually been like, okay, well, I can't help everybody. Some people want to do fuck all. Some people want to eat chicken nuggets for every single dinner, for every single lunch. And they want to be shit. And, or not even that, they don't want to be shit, but they just can't be bothered doing what it is to not be shit. So because they don't make a decision to do something better, their decision has made them in, well, this is your life now because you don't want to do anything. So this is your life. You may not have decided that this is the life that you want, but it's definitely the life that you deserve. And that's where decision or the power in decisions come from of that if you don't make a decision, your decisions will make you and they will give you what you deserve for being or showing or displaying the tendencies or the traits that come with the life that you have. And it's, it's very unfortunate for a lot of people because they go, I don't deserve this. It's like, well, what have you done to prove otherwise? If you're in a shit situation, you can get out of it. And I'm talking about health and fitness. I'm not talking about anything that could be taken anywhere else, but just health and fitness. If you're in a shit situation, you can hundred percent change it. And I'm willing to say that no matter what situation you're in, you can change it is because of my situation and where I've gone from. And it's not the fact of I've done anything super special. It's just the fact that I've gone, Hey, I want better. So I did better and I didn't do anything amazing in the first year. Fuck. I've been a PT for six years. I've been a health coach for two years, three years, whatever the fuck it's been. I don't even have a thousand followers on Instagram. I'm on my third, fourth business right now. So it's not going to be pretty. It's not going to be awesome, but it is going to be, it is going to be better and it does get better. So I suppose with that, one of the things I just want to sign off with is that 
you need to make better decisions and that you need to be able to make your decisions. You need to be okay with your decisions because if you don't make your decisions, your decisions will make you for you and they will give you everything that you deserve by displaying those traits and tendencies of the life that you don't want to be living, but the life that you 100% deserve based on the decisions that you either have or have not made. So if there is something out there that you want or something that you want to be doing or you want to feel a certain way or you're tired of just showing up as the person that you are at the moment, you need to be doing something different. You need to be making a decision in the pursuit of either happiness or just in the opposite direction of where you were. I didn't start my journey in like, hey, I'm going to be an online coach and six figures and this and that and whatever. I didn't dream of any of that. What I did dream of was not being suicidal anymore was actually getting to the gym consistently. And then my dreams kept changing and they kept growing as I grew as a person. And now $60,000 later into personal development outside of university, now I'm happy to say that no matter what happens, I'm going to see the positives in it and that I'm always going to come out the other end better because I've just made those tough decisions of, well, I am the most important person in my life. And that if I'm not healthy or if I'm not doing whatever it is that I want to be doing, that directly affects everyone else that I care about. And if it, and yeah, I just, I just want to be happy. I made the decision to be happy and I backed it up by doing shit that made me happy. And I'm fortunate enough to have been blessed with mental health issues. And they now push me into whatever it is that I want to be doing because I'm like, well, I don't want to be back at rock bottom. <laughs> Better keep doing stuff. So I suppose that's one of the things is that you need to make, make a decision, do something more. And if you want to lose weight, you can lose weight, but you also need to address why you're in this situation in the first place, because it's not happening by accident. You're not just stumbling into unhealthy habits or you're not just like, Oh my God, I don't know what it is. We, we both know exactly what it is, but taking responsibility. And this is another thing. I'll leave it on this one. Taking responsibility for where you are in life is one of the best things that you will do ever. It has so much power behind it in terms of oh, my watch is low on battery, taking responsibility for where you are in life. Even if you don't believe it is your responsibility to do so, or it wasn't your fault for whatever reason or whatever it is. If you just take responsibility, accountability, and own up to everything, like every decision you have ever made has led you to listening to this podcast today. Every decision you've ever done has accumulated to the person that you are today. And if you can take responsibility and accountability for you being in the present situation that you are, it is fucking terrifying, but it is also one of the most powerful things that you can ever do because every decision you have made, I'm going to fucking hammer this home. Every decision you have ever made in your life has made you the person that you are today. And it is scary because even if I can guarantee is almost every person out there is going to be like, well, this and this and this happened to me and that wasn't my fault. It's like, no, it may not have been your fault, but your response to the situation was definitely your fault or that happened to you and it wasn't your fault and you had the perfect response to it. It still made you who you are today. And you can either be thankful for that or you can be resentful for it. But being resentful for it is going to do absolutely fuck all other than turn you into a narcissist and people aren't going to want to be around a narcissist. So that's why when one of my clients the other day, he said, how do you have so much energy this early in the morning? And I said, well, I've been blessed with mental health issues. I can get a lot done in a short period of time, but when I crash, I fucking crash. So I just take it day by day, see whatever energy I've got left, and I do everything that I can with the energy that I have. 
So I can either take that as, oh, I'm not going to have heaps of energy for the rest of the day, or I can't do a nine to five, or I can't go and sit still for this long, or I can't do whatever. Or I can take it as a superpower of, I can get done in four hours what a normal person gets done in 10. And then I can zone out for the rest of the day. So who you are today is a direct result of all the decisions that you have or have not made in the past. And it is beyond powerful to know that everything in your past, present and future is up to you. And you have the power to change it if you don't like the look of it. So I hope that helped someone out there. Otherwise, I'll speak to you all soon and I'll do my best to get on the podcast more often. If there is anything that you want to see or something that you want to hear, particularly being a podcast, let me know. I will record it. I will do my best to answer you as quickly as possible. And if I can't record it, then I'll just shoot you a voice message or a text or whatever. But either way, I'm here to help. This is a community podcast. So make sure you ask your questions, you rate, you follow, you do whatever. I don't even know, like follow me on Spotify and Instagram and make sure to never miss an episode. I don't know what the fuck people do at this point where they get people to follow them and all that other stuff. But anyway, have an awesome weekend or a week. What day is it? It's Monday. Jesus. Have an awesome, have an awesome week and I'll speak to you all very soon.